The trunk of the tree is the strongest. It needs to be in order to carry the rest of itself. There's no branch thereafter that replicates this strength. For centuries long, this trunk carries an increasing weight. Roots buried deep, holding the tree firmly in place. Literally holding on for its life. A strong beginning should give rise to more strength, more fortification of the whole. But sometimes, weaker branches outshoot from the source. Skinnier. Easy to snap. Maybe infected with a fungus or ruined by insects. It's up to the root of the trunk of the tree to hold up the strong and weak that it produces. I imagine the trunk hopes to not produce more than it can hold. Every now and then, a tree will topple over or crumble, its foundation unable to carry the load of its hole, or the fungus and poisons have spread through it, penetrated too deeply to keep itself intact. Once the foundation of the tree is eroded, everything from it is as well. Some of you are withered, infected branches of eroded family trees. The greatest of grandparents that you have met are riddled with poison. That poison spreads from generation to generation to your home, to the family that you are building, to your children and your children's children. It is up to you at some point to decide to be a victim of circumstance, a withered branch, or a whole new tree, a beginning, a trunk. There is a lot that goes into successfully transitioning your home and the people under your roof from a withered infected branch of someone else's tree into the trunk of your own newer and healthier long-lasting family tree. It's not as simple as a rebrand or an upgrade. You need to be renewed. You are the seed that begins it all. Rid yourself of the poisons and fungus and curses and generational demons. Self-actualize. Break yourself down and build again from scratch. Get away from the subconscious influence of your tree. And although you may have fallen away from a much larger, decaying tree, separated yourself from it to begin again, you must ensure the pieces you choose to bring along with you are also uninfected. The rain, soil, and sunshine you choose to envelope yourself in come in the form of the people you choose to have around you. Perhaps the seed of your new tree hasn't fallen far enough from the decaying, poisoned roots of the old. Your soil still tarnished, the dying tree shading you from warmth and light. It is a virtually impossible task to bring forward what is good, leave behind what has rotted, and find a new space that encourages a flourishing growth. And once this impossibility is accomplished, you have only begun. Now, with a home that stands alone, you must actually fortify. Your spouse and yourself are the new trunk. Your chosen few are the water, the soil, the sunlight. It is not enough for the trunk of a new family tree to be good or even great. You must be the best. Better than the generations after you. You and your spouse must communicate the best, bond the best, set the best example, an impossible one. Your relationship needs to exude your ethics, values, love, morality so strongly on a level so impossibly high that the generations that follow look up to your example. You and your spouse's agreed upon teachings, living what you preach, an example of health, of strength, of morality, 
of compassion, of faith, of perspective, and all the things you hold dear. They need to reach for your example in their lives. Even after you are gone and unable to directly inform and enforce it, the generations after you that you do not ever meet need to feel your presence. The legacy that you left behind, your strength and direction rippling through generations in between. It is also not enough to be a good parent or a great parent. You must be the best. Your descendants will look back to you as the standard. The ones who you have the opportunity of impacting directly will be the ones who carry on your truth, your health, your legacy. Your children, your grandchildren, perhaps your great-grandchildren will have your direct impact. This is where your ability to impart love and health is imperative. You must not see dysfunction or a lack of emotional and psychological health in your final family gatherings. Only love. Only strength. Otherwise, seeing certain levels of family dysfunction, poisons and fungi so early into the beginnings of the new tree you built only indicates that it will not be stable enough to continue on without you. I know crackheads were millionaire parents. I can't help but imagine their very existence reminding those responsible for raising them that their upright lineage has ended with them. In order to pull off this task, you must get so much right and make so few errors. Some things even out of your immediate reach and control. It is truly impractical and a logical belief and an irrational outlook. But if you come from a withering tree, an unstable branch, it may also be your only option to save your successors from your ancestors, your babies from your elders, your children from yourself. I understand that this mission is impossible. It is unreasonable to live with this weight or to believe I am capable of such a task. The tree is a symbol of fate. You can see its structure and its future set in stone, or as this example would have it, in wood. Many of our most righteous fights are impossible ones. But things are only as impossible as they are immeasurable or unimagined. Only impossible until they are not. So rather than submit to fate, I choose faith. Have faith with me. I believe in you too. I go by the name of Septo.ca, and this is the left column.